Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm April, and this is Her Step Forward, where we share stories of women who step up, step out, and step forward into careers and lives they love. Kelly Mulligan is an award-winning hairstylist and makeup artist and a hair color expert. She travels all over Florida to help brides and their bridesmaids get ready for the big day, and her clients include women from all over the U.S. and abroad. With accomplishments like being the five-time winner of the Knott's Best in Weddings, four-time winner of Wedding Wire's Couples' Choice Award, and the Knott's Best of Weddings Hall of Fame, it's easy to see why she's always in demand. When she's not glamming up bridal parties, Kelly operates her own beauty suite in South Florida where she sees her long-standing clients. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. We're Thank so, you for having me. You're welcome. We're so glad you're here. And it's so great to virtually meet you. Amanda's told me a lot about you. I'm so honored that you guys even asked me to be a part of this. So thank you very much. It's nice to meet you too. <laughs> thank you. So Kelly, I think first, um, you know, just to, to kind of get into the conversation here, what was it that compelled you to become a hairstylist and a makeup artist? And then most importantly, to do those with your own business instead of working for someone else? So I, um, I started a little bit about my background. I started in the beauty industry um, when I was still in high school. Um, I worked in a family-owned and operated salon um, where I learned a lot about um, how to service clients and actually how to even run a salon. I worked at the desk and I took appointments and I handled the money and um, I became an assistant and I got to actually assist something like 20, 25 hairstylists. I became a shampoo um, assistant and I think all of that really kind of helped, you know, push me forward in pursuing um, my own beauty career and um, inevitably going to school to get my cosmetology license. I feel that I'm a person of service. I mean, I, I truly enjoy making people not only look, but feel their best. Um, it, it does something for me. So um uh, since then, I worked in that salon. I, I ended up opening up my own business um, where we travel, you know, all over the place, um, performing hair and makeup services for clients both um, from the U.S. and internationally. And I love it. Awesome. You you said it does something for me. So I'm curious, um, you know, can you like describe a little bit about what you get out of it and what you love about it? Yes, I feel I truly feel honored um, to even share in somebody's most one of their most memorable days of their life. Um, being a, a hair and makeup artist, you know, we are not just hair and makeup artists. We, um, you know, help brides get into their gowns and we're there to help calm them down when, you know, they get a little excited or, oh, um, sure and just remind them <laughs> it's, um, it's not a job for everybody, but it is a job that I, I, I do feel very honored to have been a part of hundreds of weddings. And, um, I, I do it. It does something for me. It makes me feel good. That's so awesome. Nice. And Kelly, I just want to say that like, you know, not being a bride, but being a client for so many years, I think you have a personality that um, 
like you're just such a people person and you just connect with everyone that is your client, whether they're sitting in your chair or whether you're going to do their job. So I just noticed that like it, it just suits your personality. And I think that's why I feel so comfortable like telling people like, oh, you know, if, if you need someone, like I know someone because um, it, it suits you well. Thank you. And, and that aspect too of my business, you know, I have longstanding clients that it's almost like we've, we're more than just a client stylist relationship. You know, we, we know so much about each other and I'm able to be there. You know, it's, it's, um, I love it. I, I really do. I feel I have the best job in the world. Oh, that's so <laughs> wonderful. And I guess, you know, in addition to your job, you have so much going on. So between weddings and yeah. fun, plus a baby, a toddler and a husband, how do you find balance in your daily life when you have so much to do? That is a good question. <laughs> I think I'm still learning. The million dollar I question. Think, <laughs> yeah. I think that when you become a mom, you become really good at multitasking. And you kind of, you have to be. You know, I, I wake up every day feeling very lucky that I get another chance at this. And um, I think also having the right mindset can really change everything. Mm. Um, you know, making time for yourself isn't as available when you, you know, I have a two small young children and a husband and, you know, running successful businesses. I think just trying to allot time for everything and making sure to take a little bit of time for yourself is really, really important. And that doesn't mean just going to get your nails done or your hair done. Like I enjoy the outdoors. I love paddle boarding and I love doing really anything outside and getting sunshine whenever I can. Those days aren't a lot these days, but whenever I can, I think that's just like a little refresher and then right back at it. Mm -hmm. I think the right mindset, like you mentioned, is so important. Can you talk to us a little bit about either how you cultivate the right mindset? Like, what do you do to make sure that your head's in the right space? I think it's really important to practice gratitude. I think that every morning, you know, for a very long time, even still today, I, you know, writing 10 things that you're grateful for every day. And if you're not grateful for 10 things, you need to go back to the drawing board and something needs to change. Um, we're all works in process, you know, it's, that's life. You have your peaks and valleys. And when you're at your peak to remember that, you know, there, you will have a valley. And when you're in your valley, that this won't last forever too. And I think just being grateful because we have it really good. I mean, I know I, I've had it really bad and I've, I've also had it really good. And just, just knowing that to practice kind of gratitude is the best is the best way, I think. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think that's great advice. Yeah. It's something that I think all of us can, can probably push ourselves to find a little more gratitude in our lives. Cause I think it is so easy to get caught up in like, you know, the, the, oh, yeah. the valleys of your day, so to speak. And you're like, Oh, nothing's going my way. But you know, if you stop and take a step back and look at the big picture, you're like, wait, okay. So I had a bad day, but there's so many other things that are going really well. Absolutely. And I, I just actually, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Kelly. No, that's okay. I think it's, it's, you focus on what you do have mm -hmm. 
that starts to grow. And if you keep focusing on what you don't have, or you're looking left and right instead of staying in your lane, then, you know, you need to just focus, I think, more on what, on what we do have and, and work towards what you want. Absolutely. And it's funny, I was just um, researching this and I found some research to back this up, to back up this idea about having gratitude. Um, They called it counting your blessings in um, the research article. And it talked Mm. about um, having people think about, um, they broke people up into three groups. So one group looked at the challenges that they faced over the week. One group looked at important moments that they faced over the week. And the third group looked at things that they were grateful for over the week. And um, they said that they, they had to write down whatever it was, five or something things in regards to the thing that they were focusing on. And the gratitude group, um, the count your blessings group, actually reported feeling more optimistic and happier because they were focusing on the things that, um, you know, were were creating positive impacts in their life. So there's actually research to support um, what you do, Kelly, to support gratitude. And I know Amanda, and I think that that's so important too. Very important. I love that you brought that up. I believe it. (laughs) So Kelly, I wanted to circle back to a couple of things that that you touched on already. um, And maybe we can just talk about it a bit more. And the first one is, you know, you do play such a tremendous role for so many women on one of the most important days of their life, which is their wedding day. That must be a lot of pressure sometimes. So talk to us a little about that and tell us, like, you know, how do you deal with that? I think that, um, again, it might deal with attitude. I feel that I thrive in those situations. Um being able to maybe diffuse somebody who's maybe usually very wound up. Um, I'm really good at that. And there's different types of people. So it's never the same day twice. You know, I, you tend to, one hairdresser told me years ago, years ago that you tend to attract clients like yourself. And I believe that there's a little bit of truth to that. Not, not every client, but, um, I don't feel so much pressure mm-hmm. or even if I, if, if I do feel a little pressure, I just know that I'm going to do my best and that's all that I can do. So it's, it is what it is after that. It's going to be how she's going to accept it or not, but I know that I'm going to do my best at the end of the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. So that, yeah, I think that that's really cool because some people, thrive under pressure and some people get really overwhelmed. And so I think that it's so important to do something that aligns with who you are and what you know your strengths are. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I see that you see that kind of now in your career. And I don't know when you um, came to this because you talked about, you know, kind of like being young and now like um, being in a place where you feel like, probably more established and like good at what you do. So if you could like go back in time and talk to young Kelly, um, would you change anything or do you have some advice for your former self on, on doing things a little bit differently? I think that I would, um, I wouldn't do anything differently. I was so grateful for where I started and, um, 
even like when I was in, when I was working in the salon and I remember telling another hairdresser that I was going to go to beauty school and there's a lot of, you know, there was a, a lot of naysayers and, you know, maybe you won't amount to, you won't make it far and hairdressers don't make any money and it's so hard and there's so much competition and there's so much negative. And I think that I'm, I'm very grateful that I didn't listen to any of that, that I, there's, um, I can't remember the name of the guy that says it, um, about the 80 20 rule mm-hmm. how there be you know 80 people or 80 percent of people that you know won't make it or you know they're going to give up before they get there and to stick to with the 20 percent and i'm so so grateful that i i stuck with the 20 percent and i didn't listen to these other people that maybe had been in the business a long time and didn't make it um when i look back i think it really is about attitude and you know, not every day is a sunshiny day. It's really hard. I work really hard, mm-hmm. but I love what I do. So um, I think I would just tell myself to keep going <laughs> and, and, and that you're doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think, you know, what you say applies to so many professions mm-hmm. because as a career mm-hmm. counselor, as a career coach, I hear a lot of people talking about, oh, well, you can't make money in X, like name it, whatever they are the most passionate about. There's always people saying you can't make money in it. And like, Mm -hmm. the truth is you can make money in anything, but Mm -hmm. if you believe that you can't, then you're not going to try and you won't. So I think that's super cool that you were like, okay, you know, there's a chance. So let me take that chance and let me try. That's really awesome. It is. And I'm also, you know, on a personal note, just so glad that you followed that 20% because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the last five years, it's worked out really well for me. <laughs> yes. Amanda, I'm so, so, so grateful to have you too. Um, so Kelly, another one of the things that you talked about uh, early in the episode was, you know, overcoming like some of those bad days and the obstacles. And so, you know, for, for us, like for people like April and I, we see all these amazing awards that you have under your belt, but everyone has some obstacles. So can you talk to us about some of the hurdles that you faced and how you overcame them? I think that being young, um, when you're first starting out in any profession, but especially, you know, in mine, it's something that I've had to deal with is, um, not having the knowledge of, um, or the expertise or something when you become more seasoned. And um, I think that a lot of people probably looked at me when I was younger and didn't think that I was capable. Um, And especially, you know, maybe not going to college um, was frowned upon um, that, you know, you never be anything if you don't go to college and you'll never make it if you don't go to college. And um, I'm so grateful. I really didn't listen to any of that. And I did see something in this, in my industry and was able to create and carve out a piece of this pie for myself. And, um, and I, I think just really not listening to the naysayers because there's a lot of people naysaying because they're not happy in their own life and they haven't maybe figured out what, what it is that makes them tick or they don't have the, the gut because it does take guts and it takes grit and, and, you know, getting on the other side of fear and mm-hmm, sure. uh, it takes, it takes a lot. 
You're right. It does. That's so true. And two, in your profession, there's so much art to it. It's not just learning something and reproducing it, right? Like you have to be creative and you have to look at things um, in a different way and be able to help people see themselves in a way where they love how they look. Because I know I've had terrible wedding hairdos and I've had beautiful wedding hairdos <laughs> for different weddings that I've been in with friends. And it, it really changes how you feel about yourself. So you're helping people feel a certain way, which is really interesting. And I think as a, a side note, and again, going back to my background in career counseling, um, back when we were in college and in high school, you had to go to college. That was um, what we were told. And now the conversation is changing and where the jobs are, are in trade professions because everybody went to college and people are no longer um, skilled in trades. And so the trade professions are paying so much more. And so it's really interesting that it's probably because you took an alternative route that you've been so successful. And I love that for you. Thank you. You're welcome. So um, we're going to wrap it up with our last question. So, and we've just so loved talking to you today, but before we go um, for our audience, we'd love to know what is your single best piece of advice for people looking to take their next step forward. Um, thank you. And I've really enjoyed speaking with you um, and Amanda as well this afternoon. Um, I would I would tell any young woman or listening today um, that if they have something that they are pining for that, you know, they can't stop thinking about and something that, you know, thinking about like the what if mm-hmm. that you've got to just go for it. And, and, you, and whether it's seeking out a career um, advisor or, you know, listening to podcasts and it's, it's really about sticking with the winners and whether it's, you know, finding somebody on social media, a mentor, um, somebody in your industry, maybe somebody you really haven't even met yet, but you, you want to emulate maybe something that they have, you know, find a new circle, whatever it is, go for it. And, and getting on the other side of fear, like I said earlier, one of the single most hardest things to do is to kind of get out of our own way. Mm, um, <laughs> you know, but if it's something that you keep thinking about and, and you can't really get it out of your head and you know that actually you don't know, but whether you do or you don't is, is, is going to happen. So just to go for it and you might, you might land on your feet, you might land on your butt, but if you don't try, you're never going to know. That's so true. That's true. I love that. Thanks, Kelly. Well, with that, we want to say thanks to everyone for joining us today. And thanks so much to you, Kelly, for sharing your story. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. As always, we're looking forward to sharing more stories soon. In the meantime, check out our website at herstepforward.com. You can subscribe to get emails about the latest podcasts coming up. And you can also follow us on Instagram at herstepforward for all the latest updates. If you'd like to reach out to us, shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at info at herstepforward.com. See you next time. Bye.